Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Trying to Play It Cool with your host, Corinne. with a solo episode. This is my first solo episode since we stopped doing them after our winter break. So it's been quite a while since I've come and sat down and chatted with you guys myself. Kind of nervous. Um, I'm in a little bit of a creative rut, so I feel like I don't have much to say, but I'm going to try my best for you guys. Um, and I'm not going to get into it now because I'm going to talk about um, my weekly update later and I'll get into some of that stuff. Um, <clears throat> but before we do that, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to us on Spotify. Those reviews help us out a lot, so if you have a second, you have some thoughts, um, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and we would really appreciate it. And we might even give you a shout out on the Instagram. Um, speaking of Instagram, our Instagram is trying to play it cool. Um, follow us on there. You get all of the exclusive content you see when we upload, um, pictures of Emma and I. You can put um, our voices to our faces, um, and we do some fun story stuff over there. Um, and you can see Emma's art. She does amazing art, um, and a ton of it is on our Instagram. Um, and you can also email us at tryingtoplayitcool at gmail.com. If you have any business inquiries or just questions for us that you want answered um, in an email format, um, that is available available for you to do so. Um, and this week, I am going to be talking about my favorite TV shows and movies. I thought this was fun because sometimes we do some little review stuff on, um, like, things we've watched, but I've never sat down and, like, told you guys, like, what my favorites are. Um, so I did my best at, like, thinking of them. I definitely don't have all of them on here, um, just because this was very spur of the moment just top like off the top of my head thinking so this definitely isn't everything but it's a pretty good start and it's kind of like a good recommendation list if you guys need some new recommendations um but before we get into that I'm going to do a quick weekly update um so I haven't done one of these since we did our solo episodes back in the end of back in January um, so you guys haven't heard too much about my weeks in a while, but, um, it is now week six of the semester and it definitely feels like week six. I am struggling hardcore, um, school this week specifically and last week too, actually have been really, really stressful. Um, and I have a lot going on and I'm not managing my stress very well. I feel like usually when I'm stressed, I manage semi okay um i definitely managed my stress better last week than i am this week i don't know why this week has me like all stressed out but it does um even though i have less work this week so it doesn't really make any sense but i had two papers and an exam this week so less work but still a lot of work and yeah classes are getting just kind of more difficult but it is what it is we'll survive um also I recorded a solo episode already this week, and I lost the audio for some reason. There's only audio. I recorded for 27 minutes, and there's only audio for the first three of those 27 minutes. So I'm pissed. Not that I'm pissed. I'm just, like, annoyed because I already, like, don't have time in this week to do this, and now I'm having to do it not once but twice. 
and it's it's hard to do this stuff without Emma, so now I have to do it twice. Um, but I think it is a blessing in disguise because I had a different topic at first, and I just didn't really like how it turned out. So um, this gives me the opportunity to kind of switch it up and try something different. So it's not the end of the world. <laughs> but it just kind of sucks because I'm really busy this week. But I don't think that you're actually like a content creator if you don't at least if you don't lose some sort of content at some point in time. It happens to the best of us. I know it's happened to Emma before. It used to happen to me a lot when I did YouTube back in the day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it does suck, but it's part of the process, I guess, and we're working through it. So um, yeah, that's that's where we're at. Life is kind of stressful, but Hopefully by this time next week when I update you guys, um, I'll be in better spirits. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Um, I'm also like the seasonal depression is hitting. Like it's cold out still. It's end of February. Like just this time of year for me I don't really like um, till it starts to get warmer out. So it's just like that time of year where I always kind of feel bleh and um, it's like coming up on one year of COVID, that kind of sucks. Like all that stuff, there's lots of underlying things, but I'm not going to sit here and talk to you guys about them all day because I know you guys come for an escape from all of the issues that are going on in your life. Um, so that's my weekly update. There are positives. It's actually been nice out yesterday and today, which is really nice. The weather's been a little bit warmer, which is so nice. Some of the snow is melting, which I'm a big fan of. Um, and the sun's been out, which is also really nice, and that makes me feel so much better. Um, I've also been doing a lot of sorority stuff and talking to a lot of people, so that's been fun. Um, so yeah, it's not all bad, um, at all, but it's definitely more stressful than it typically is for me. But anyways... <laughs> Before we get into the actual topic of the episode, I'm going to do a quick trying to play it cool moment. <laughs> I tried to think of something um, and I didn't initially, I thought of something immediately and I didn't initially want to share it with you guys, but I'm going to just because I feel like it's a good thing to share. I feel like you guys could relate. Um, basically, um, the last time I recorded this, actually, it had only happened once, but now it's happened twice. Um <laughs> Um, on Sunday when I went to church, so last Sunday, I walked in. I wasn't really paying attention. I was trying to find a seat. I was with some of my freshman friends, and this guy, like, whipped his head around to look at me, and it caught my attention, obviously, because he literally whipped his head around, and I noticed that he was a boy that I – the boy that I rejected at the beginning of the semester who um, I had met on Tinder – who was like a really nice guy, but that's pretty much why I rejected him because he was like too nice and it was freaking me out a little bit. Um, we talked about this in a podcast like a few months back. So if you heard that one, you'll know what I'm talking about. But basically, it's a Tinder boy that I rejected. And I saw him for the first time ever in church the last weekend and it like kind of like <laughs> freaked me out a bit because I hadn't never seen him in person and I'd never interacted with him in person. So like I didn't say hi because I was like afraid. <laughs> Um, and I kept seeing him, like, at church. Like, he kept, like, being, in, like, getting communion and stuff like that. And then when I left, like, I had to walk past him, like, all that stuff. But that's, like, the MO of my school. 
um, you talk to a boy, you kiss a boy, you hook up with a boy, whatever it is, you will see them at church on Sunday. Um, and it's not my first time experiencing that, <laughs> but um, I haven't experienced it in a while because COVID's been like, I don't talk to boys anymore. So that was, <laughs> it felt like I was like a freshman or a sophomore again, running into boys at church that I didn't want to see. Um, but that was the update on the last time I recorded this. I think I recorded this on Monday, but I actually ran into him again yesterday at the library. <laughs> so um, it's now becoming like a daily occurrence, I guess. Um, this time he actually did say he saw me. The time before that I reached out and was like, did I see you at church? And he was like, I didn't see you, which I know is a lie because he whipped his head around to see me. Um, but he actually reached out to me this time. I was like, I saw you at the library. Um, so one of these days I'll actually get the confidence to like wave and say hello but haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> so let me know if you guys relate. Do you guys like, if you see a Tinder match in public, do you like say hi or no? Um, like maybe college students. I think it's a little bit weirder if you're like, just like living in a city and like you see them, but college is just like, you see them on campus, like, or see them at a party or whatever. Like, do you guys say hi? I'm, I'm curious. Um, or not even just a Tinder match, but like someone that you actually talk to. Cause I see Tinder matches in public all the time. It's not, it's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, that is my trying to play cool moment and I didn't play it cool. So there's that, I guess. Um, but without further ado, I'm going to get into my favorite TV shows and movies. I'm going to start out with favorite TV shows just because... I have more of those. I'm more into TV than I am movies. Um, so I have, I, I put my TV shows into three categories, like the three categories I watch that the most. So I put them into sitcoms, dramas, and reality TV. Um, so I'm going to start with sitcoms. So I have a few sitcoms that I have on here that I really like. And I'm going to start with honestly my favorite out of all of these, which is New Girl. Um, if you haven't seen New Girl, go watch it. You're missing out. It's just New Girl is one of the best shows of all time. And I think it's the only show that I consistently talk about on this podcast. We talk about New Girl a lot. And so I feel like that's the only show that you guys will have heard me talk about before this. Um, but I love New Girl with my whole heart. It's one of those shows that I just watch over and over and over again. And it's like a comfort show. A lot of the sitcoms that I have listed are comfort shows of mine. Things that I watch just to make me feel better if I'm sad. Um, but New Girl is like constantly playing in my house, um, like just over and over and over again. I can recite a lot of the episodes, a lot of the storylines. I love New Girl. One that I love but don't love as much as New Girl is Friends. I watched Friends start to finish when I was in high school, I guess. And I do love Friends. Um, Friends is like one of the ones that I put on because it's on TV at home. I watch it a lot at home. I don't watch it as much here at school because um, I don't have cable at school, but at home we have cable. So it's like always on random channels. So I'll just like throw it on and watch a random episode. My parents really like Friends too. So I think that contributes to my love of Friends. Um, but there's not really much to say about Friends. Like I feel like Friends is a little outdated in the sense that like they're all white. They're all pretty kind of like normal people. Um. I don't know. I feel like New Girl is like the new friends and New Girl has a lot of like more recent issues, which I appreciate. 
Uh, but I guess as New Girl gets older, it's going to get more and more outdated as well. But um, I'm impartial to New Girl. I love it. But I also do really like Friends. Um, another one that's a little bit different is called I, – I don't even know if it's a sitcom, but I – I classified it as one um, called Never Have I Ever. It's on Netflix. Um, and it's a Netflix original. And I'm pretty sure it's only 10 episodes, but they are 30 minutes and it's like a comedy. So I'm pretty sure it's a sitcom. I really liked it. I thought it was so cute. I am hoping that there is a second season. It follows an Indian girl um, in high school who just like is trying to like date and find her way in high school and it's a very coming of age um show but there's a lot of good elements to it and it's very real um and I love the cultural aspect of it um getting to learn more about the Indian culture is something that I really enjoyed about the show and we need more representation on TV as it is so it's really cool to see people that aren't white (laughs) be main characters and see their family dynamics and all that stuff um so I really, really loved that show, and I would recommend it if you're, like, looking for something short to binge. It's only 10 episodes, and they're 30 minutes each, so you'll, like, fly through it. I'm pretty sure I watched it in, like, a day or two. Um, it was really good. Um, another one of my all-time faves is Baby Daddy. Baby Daddy aired, I'm pretty sure, on ABC Family when it was still ABC Family. Um, that show makes me laugh like no other. That show is equivalent with New Girl in my head, though I don't watch Baby Daddy as much. Um, just because it's not on Netflix, it's on Hulu, and I just don't watch Hulu as much. But Baby Daddy is just an iconic show. It's so funny. Like, it's it's funny. Like, it makes me laugh. Uh, the characters are just, like, really well written. If you don't know what Baby Daddy is, it follows a young man who's, like, a bachelor living in New York City. He's a bartender. Um, He kind of is like typical bachelor hooking up with girls, drinking every night, that kind of thing. Living with his like single friends. They're all just kind of living their single lives, like hooking up with people and stuff. Um, And the first episode, the there is a baby that is dropped on the doorstep of the bachelor. His name is Ben. And he realizes that it's his baby. And so now he, him and his roommates take to raising the baby together through their dysfunctional um, boyish habits. And it's really cute and it's funny. And it's, it's just genuinely like I feel like I relate to that show more and more the older I get. Um, and it just it, it's never not funny. Um, the relationship between Bonnie and Tucker. So Tucker's one of the roommates and Bonnie is Ben's mom. So funny. Just so funny. Um, and if you know Chelsea Kane, she was on Disney Channel. Then you'll know that show. Also, Jean-Luc Bildeau was also on Disney Channel. He was in 16 Wishes. He is the main character who plays Ben. There's a lot of, like, fun guest stars in there. I'm pretty sure um, Daniela Monet is in it for a while. Um, Lucy Hale's in it for a while. They got some fun people on that show. Um, but, yeah, Baby Daddy, I would recommend. It's on Hulu. Um, the last sitcom I have on here is called Superstore. That is currently airing. I'm pretty sure it's on its last season. Superstore is so real. It's so funny. Um, Superstore is basically like a knockoff Walmart. It's supposed to be following employees at Walmart. They call it Cloud9. And it just shows the dysfunctionality of like <laughs> working at a Walmart and how um, complex all the characters are. Like that one's a show that's like 
really amazing in so many ways because they have a lot of diversity and representation and um, they talk about a lot of pressing issues, which is really cool. Um, so I'd recommend that if you are into something really light because it's very easy and light. Um, even though they talk about pressing issues, they do it in such a comedic way that it makes it feel like it's not like a burden to you watching it, um, which is something that I look for in TV. I'm not one of those people that looks like for heavy shows. I like lighthearted and fun and um, something that like doesn't weigh on me. <laughs> um, and Superstore like balances that act really well of like talking about important issues, but not in a way that makes me feel like there's a weight on my shoulders. Um, so yeah, that's the last sitcom I have to recommend. Now going on to the dramas, which is my biggest category for TV shows. There's so many, <laughs> but the first one I wrote is Vampire Diaries slash the originals slash legacies. So the Vampire Diaries is the original series. Um, and then the originals is a spinoff of the Vampire Diaries. And then legacies is a spinoff of the originals. Um, I watched the Vampire Diaries years ago. It's something that I still rewatch every once in a while. I still really like it, but as I get older, it feels kind of immature. Um, it's not as like fun to me as it used to be. It's also very unrealistic, that show. Um, but it's like, I have to be in a certain mood to watch it now, but it's a good one to binge. You get so addicted to it. Um, but the originals, that is one of the greatest shows of all time. I don't know how a spinoff can be better than the original series, but I have another example right after this that I'm going to talk about that. But the originals, it follows adults, not high schoolers, so I felt like I related to it more. Um, there were, like, no parents or any annoying things like that. Like, it was just adults, and I am in that stage of my life where I pretty much am an adult, so I like watching adults on TV. Um, and the originals tackle so many interesting concepts and ideas and it really like kind of balances the act of like villains being your main character because the, the character, the main character is a villain and he's supposed to be a bad guy. Um, and you end up falling in love with him through all of his character development and character arcs and stuff like that. So, um, I really loved that. And then Legacies is back to high school. So I don't love Legacies as much, but I still do watch it. I think they're coming out with a new season. I don't know if it's aired yet. It might have. Um, I might be behind on that, but I'm going to look soon to see if there's if they've started airing their new episodes yet. But it's worth it, in my opinion. I would watch them if you have some time. Um, it's really good. I'm not even going to try to describe The Vampire Diaries because I feel like everyone knows what it's about. So... Um, but I would recommend if you've seen The Vampire Diaries but haven't watched the originals, go back and watch the originals. It's like a thousand times better than The Vampire Diaries. It's less cringy. It's more interesting. Um, cuter guys, honestly, too. Not that Ian Somerhalder and Paul Wesley are not beautiful men. But um, there's more men in the originals. I don't know. I just love the originals. I do. Um, going on to my second like little series um, spinoff thing is the fosters and good trouble so the fosters aired also on abc family back in the day it started airing when i was in seventh grade and i started watching it when i was in seventh grade i was definitely too young to be watching that show um but i did all my friends watched it and i remember we would come to school and talk about it after we watched the episodes um and there were five seasons to that. And then now a spinoff is currently airing called good trouble and again Good Trouble is so much better than The Fosters. Not that The Fosters isn't great because I loved The Fosters, 
Um, the Fosters is one of those shows that's really good at tackling all the hard issues. Um, if you don't know what it's about, it follows a lesbian couple who um, have kind of like a mix mismatched family. Um, so they have one of the wives has a son from a previous marriage, so a biological son, and then they adopt twin twins who are Hispanic um, when they are like seven. So they are in the family for a while. And then the show's main character is Callie, who um, is being fostered by this family, her and her younger brother, Jude. Um, and there's, it's, it's very like, it starts off very strong and it just keeps going. Um, but it's one of those like very, very dramatic shows, but you fall in love with the characters so easily and all the characters are so complex and they have, the show has such a way of tackling issues and bringing things to the surface. It's, it's such a, it's such a, uh, show that pulls with your heartstrings and then Good Trouble follows Callie, who, who's the main character and her sister Mariana, who's one of the Hispanic twins. Um, and they move to LA together to be adults and to work and, do all of the adult things, uh, meeting people, working, getting new jobs, quitting, hooking up with people at work, like all the drama stuff. But Good Trouble is quite honestly probably my favorite show on television. It's so beautifully um, constructed in the way that they present the episodes. It's not in chronological order, which is really cool. And all the other characters are also really complex. The The producer Bradley Bread Breadwag or something like that. I don't know his last name specifically. He produced both of the shows and he did, he he just is such an amazing guy, I guess, that he like has a vision for these shows. Um but I also believe that the two actors who play Callie and Mariana, so Maya Mitchell and Sierra Ramirez are both producers on Good Trouble as well and you can see it. Um it's just like beautiful. The 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 scenes are beautiful, the storyline. I just love it all. I'm going to stop talking as much about these shows. Next show I have is All American. If you haven't watched All American, it's another CW. Or I guess I haven't talked. Oh, yeah, I did talk about CW's The Vampire Diaries. Um, it's another CW show. Um, follows a true story. I'm not going to get into it because I've been talking too much. But it's a good one if you need something. It's only two seasons. I'm pretty sure the third season has started to air. Um, another show that I just watched on Netflix that I really, really liked was Tiny Pretty Things. It's like 10 episodes. It's like a murder mystery type thing. Um, and it's dancing. It's ballet. So it's beautiful. You get to see so many amazing dances. The music's really good. Um, the storyline is like sucks you in. Um, I would highly recommend. Another one of my favorite shows of all time is Jane the Virgin. I would recommend that to anybody. Um, it's drama, but lighthearted. It's a lot lighthearted, more lighthearted than like the Fosters and All American and the Vampire Diaries and even Tiny Pretty Things. Um, it's a drama, but in a way that's presented in like a really calm way um I don't know I really like Jane the Virgin I also again love representation um and that follows a, a Latina American woman who and her her whole Latin American family and that also tackles a lot of really great issues that should be talked about another show on CW that I love is Rain Rain isn't that many seasons and it also kind of ends <laughs> unsatisfyingly but um, I would still recommend watching it. It's beautiful. It's set in the 1500s. It's like kings and queens. So if you're into that kind of stuff, historical period dramas, it's a good one. 
Another show that I like, I wasn't sure if this was a, if this was a drama or a comedy, but I put it, put it under drama because they're long episodes. Um, Sex Education that's on Netflix, and I've been I watched that over quarantine, and I really liked it. Um, no, I watched that before quarantine, but um, it that's really funny, and it's British, and it's just kind of like something that you would never see on TV twenty years ago, but it's acceptable now. So I I don't know, it's a good one. Um, another one I've been loving is Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Now, this is a really unique show. It's kind of like a musical, but it's a show. Um, and they sing in every episode, and it's got such an amazing cast with amazing voices, and the storyline is very enticing. It follows a, uh, working woman who's, like, 30 and single and, like, just living her life. And again, I guess I'm, like, getting to that stage in my life where I relate to her, so I really like that show. Um, and if you like music, you're going to love that one. And also the choreography is awesome. It's just very like, it's just very artistic. So you'll probably really like it if you're into that kind of stuff. Last one I have on here is Nashville, which I have not finished yet. Um, cause it, it, it started to get a lot for me. That one's really dramatic. It's also very predictable. Um, so after a while I got bored of it, but my mom finished it and she said it was really good. So I'm going to finish it eventually. Um, but if you also just like music, um, that's another really good one. Um, it's, it's just not my favorite, but I still really like it. I still, it was worth mentioning, but not my favorite out of the ones that I mentioned. On to reality TV. Um, of course I have to talk about the Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise franchise. <laughs> um, it's trash TV, TV, but it's addicting. I watch it all. I, not, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I'm into it. We've talked about it on this show before. I'm into it. Um, my favorite is The Bachelorette because I love looking at all the hot guys. And there's always one every season that I pick that I fall in love with. Last season, it was Ben. Um, I'm also in love with Blake from Becca's season. I'm also in love with Dean from Rachel's season. There's a lot that I'm in love with. Um, but I also really like Bachelor in Paradise, but that hasn't been a thing for a while because of COVID. Um, another show that is a Netflix original that I really liked that I watched over quarantine, maybe, or no, I watched it last semester, called Deaf You. Um, it follows a community of deaf students that go to Gaudet University in D.C., which is a deaf university, and um, follows the deaf community, which I am a speech-language pathology major, so I learned a lot about the deaf community, but I got to see it in real time and how judgmental some people in the deaf community can be. Um, there's a lot of cultural elements to it. Um, so it was really cool to see that live, and it's really good, and it's drama. If you like drama, it's a good one. Um, and I also thought worth mentioning for reality TV, all TLC shows are my guilty pleasure. I don't watch all of them, but I like a lot of them. All the ones with, like, a million kids, like um, The Duggars and count, what's the other one? The Outdaughtered is a good one. Um, I love, like, Four Weddings, Say Yes to the Dress. Those are my guilty pleasure, like, when I'm home during the day to put on. So I thought they were worth mentioning. Um, I also wanted to mention all of like my favorite kids TV shows, Disney, Nickelodeon. I've been rewatching iCarly. I love Victorious. Um, there's so many of those that like I didn't, I just like didn't feel like I could, I could do a whole episode on that kind of stuff. And honestly, Emma and I could sit here and do that. Um, but there's not enough time today. So I just wanted to mention that I do love me some good kids TV. Uh, it's something I put on when I'm sad. Yeah, now on to my favorite movies. I don't have as many of these, and I also kind of don't want to talk about them just because I feel like I went really in depth with the TV shows. So, 
I'm just going to list them. My favorite movie of all time is Pitch Perfect. Make fun of me all you want, but I love it. <laughs> um, and then I just found some on Netflix that I really like. Um, to All the Boys I've Loved Before, just the first one. The second one doesn't compare. I also haven't watched the third yet, so I don't know. Um, Someone Great is a really good one. Set It Up and Lady Bird. Those are the few that I have, but I'm just a big rom-com gal. Any rom-com I like. <laughs> uh, Mamma Mia, Clueless, all that stuff. You guys know. Um, and now, on to my weekly favorites. So I have been loving some new music, so I'm going to list them for you. But the song that I want to talk about is 21 by Bryce Drew. If you're 21 or close to 21, you're going to love this show or this show. <laughs> I'm still thinking about TV. You're going to love this song. Um, it's extremely relatable for me. It depicts my love life in every way possible. And I feel heard when I listen to this song. Um, so... I don't know. I just, I love it. And actually we are having Bryce Drew on the pod in March. So stay tuned. And if you want to get a head start on listening to her music, listen now so you can be prepared for when she comes on the pod. Cause I am so excited. I feel like it's so cool that I'm getting to talk to her, but anyways, um, some other music that I've been loving, I'm just going to list some songs and who they're by. Break My Own by Taylor Bickett, Coffee and Contemplation by Nick Howell, Douchebag by Chloe Lilac, She's Mine by Lauren Weintraub, Immune by Jensen McGray. I follow her on TikTok. She's really good. Uh, Pity Party by Kate, I Drive Me Mad by Ren for Short, Way Less Sad, the new AJR song, I Feel Good About This, the Mowglies. I don't know how to say that. Fuck Being Sober by Annika Wells, and Overdrive by Kona Gray. If you guys know... I fucking love Conan Gray. Sorry for cursing, but that's how much I love Conan Gray. Um, and his new song is hella good. So also would recommend listening to that if you're kind of into like pop music type things. Conan Gray is one of my favorite artists of all time. But that's all I have for you guys today. So thank you for listening. We love and appreciate you guys so much. And always remember, you are the coolest. Bye, guys. Bye.